0: Hi and welcome. My name is Mel Herbert, and this is Talking Tesla. We're going to talk about the cars, the batteries, the supercharger, the rumors, the stock price, of course, the man, anything and everything Tesla. Why? Well, because we're talking,
1: talking, talking, talking,
0: talking, 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 Oh, I'm very excited! Talking Tesla's huge. Oh, have it's you so seen big. the? So we're big. We're getting. Oh, we're getting downloads like out of our.
1: I got stopped at least six times today walking down Chicago. I, I don't know how these people know who I am.
0: Can you get uh, close to that mic? Let's bring that mic up closer. I want to get some proximity effect here.
1: I feel like if I get too close, though, I'm like peeking on my end. Like if I'm right here, it's crazy. Especially if I get excited, and you know I'm going to get excited, Herbert. So are we going to do all of this stuff for episode four? Do you want to?:
0: Let's just... just see how far we get through and if uh, we're, uh, if, the, if we're feeling the energy, Tom, if it's working, yeah, we'll just keep going and we can make it episode. What's after four?
1: That's four and a half. 4.5. Thank 4.5, 4.5, thank you. 4.5, thank you. Awesome. You
0: seem excited. So,
1: like, I just like I just want to get into it. And you know what I heard today? So, where this is only our... this, is, I think we're going to start our fourth episode right now, right? It's yeah, pretty it's exciting. Gonna... And what I heard today, we have over one billion listeners already. Because there's, like, this big thing in the news um, headline, one billion Tesla, one billion. And I'm like, talking Tesla, you... one billion listeners.
0: Yeah. um, Tom, I've got to break some news to you, son. What? Um, there is a billion, but it's miles... And it's miles driven by Tesla owners. I got the email and it says, you and your fellow Tesla owners, Model S, have driven one billion miles. And you know what that's the equivalent of? You ready? I'll just do this math. I'm going to do it off the top of my head. Go ahead. I'm not reading this. Math genius. It's about 4,186 trips to the moon, approximately. <laughs> it's about 570,000 tons of uh, carbon dioxide prevented. And it's about uh, 2,000 years of highway travel for the average person. I'm just saying off the top of my head, that's approximately what that represents. You look great for driving the last 2,000 years. I'll be honest yeah, well, with you. I mean, that's you know, amazing. I've got this cream. of have a lotion and a balm that I put on. Nice. Um, it's, it seems to work very well. It looks so I good. I don't know what any of those numbers mean. <laughs> And that's what's so exciting about it, like you know the other company that's really good at this is uh, apple yeah. it's like twenty seven trillion downloads I'm like, right. uh, how do I compare that against amazon or google i don't know. I don't know what a billion miles traveled means, but I got this email, and I was excited. this well, is huge, it's a billion. it's more than half a billion. it's twice half a billion
1: here's here's some interesting facts that uh, that I don't actually have the numbers for right now. As usual, big surprise. Welcome to Talking yeah. Tesla. Yeah, welcome uh, <laughs> to
0: Tom's part of Talking Tesla. No, is he that doesn't
1: confuse you, like, itself with if, the facts. Like, if you take a billion miles and you divide it by twenty-five miles per gallon, which is like sort of, let's say that's what the average car gets, like how many okay. gallons of gas is that? It's got to be like a one twenty-fifth of a billion, whatever that number is.
0: <laughs> what is that?
1: <laughs> it's a number. I don't know. This is wait, wait. Listen, Mel's going to edit right now.
0: Alright right, Tom, I did the math. I got my calculator. I did the math. That is 40 million gallons of gasoline. And just for perspective, I was thinking to myself, self, how many gallons of gasoline are used per day in the United States? Well, according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration, the U.S. uses, are you ready for this? 375 million gallons of gasoline per day. So that 40 million, it's good, but we have such a long way to go to really put a dent in this. In fact, here's Jim Chen, Tesla's VP of Regulatory Affairs, talking at uh, the Georgia Technology uh, Summit earlier in the year. And here's how big a dent we still have to make with these electric cars. Why should we produce 35,000? By comparison, in 2013, GM produced 9 million vehicles. We are not even rounding error right now. We'll get there, but we're not there yet.
1: So a billion miles, all on Mm -hmm. batteries... Charging, supercharging, awesome. Let's talk about the battery swap. There's a lot of people talking about the battery swap right now. The battery swap is dead. Long live the battery swap.
0: So can we go a little bit of insider trading here? So. I guess they opened up the battery swap thing, and the first one was in uh, Harris Ranch in California, which is sort of midway between L.A. and San Francisco. And we'd heard that the battery swap sort of station was up and it was uh, occurring. And uh, I've been to that Tesla supercharger. There's a Tesla supercharger right there. Uh And the initial reports was, oh, yes, it's working. And instead of the 90 seconds, this is the first thing. So when they first... I think it was 2012, 2013, they did this big reveal video. They could swap out your Tesla battery in 90 seconds. We designed the Model S.
1: We actually thought, well, we should preserve the optionality. So what if people do want to, what if people do want to switch out um, th- their battery pack? What if they, o- if they only want to stop for a short period of time? So the only decision you need to make when you come to one of our Tesla stations is do you prefer faster or
0: free? There was a couple of fires, and they put that titanium plate on the bottom of the Teslas. So they said, oh, it's actually it's taking about three minutes. It's still not a big deal. And then you got the sense that, okay, this is really happening. This, uh, this battery swap thing's really happening. Well, then what we hear is that they sent that initial email out to 200 people. 200 people, Tom. How many people is that, Tom? That's, That's 200. 200.
1: That's 200 yeah. people. Exactly 200 people. Uh,
0: they sent that out to 200. Very focused group of people. And how many people actually emailed them back and said, "Yes, I would like to swap my battery at this time because I'm going on a trip." How many, Tom? How many? I know, I know the number. It's it's five. Five. <laughs> five out of two hundred. Five is less uh, than two hundred. Five is a percentage of two hundred. Let me go, math genius. Two point five percent of people said I would definitely like to do that.
1: Oh, that math you could do on the fly, but not my billion mile math. Thanks a lot. No. I really appreciate no. that. That just leave me hanging out there. And. And also, another fact about that, each of those people, how many times did
0: each of them swap it? Once. (laughs) One time. (laughs) One time. That would be one time. One time. So So, uh, uh, (laughs) Elon came out and said, uh, we've now sent it out to everybody in the Tesla universe, but we don't expect that there's going to be any better return on investment, as it were. So he said, people don't need this. And... uh, Let's go through the psychology of this, because I sent you that email and said, uh, Thomas, they are doing the battery swap thing, but you immediately and I immediately had the same question, and which was, how far in advance do I have to book? It's only between here and San Francisco, so we were like talking, well, do we really want to drive halfway to San Francisco just to do a battery swap for this (laughs) stupid podcast? The answer was, probably not.
1: Stupid podcast.
0: It's a great podcast. How dare I? But then the question was... um, I've got a pretty new Tesla. It's got about 18,000 miles on it. Battery's very robust. All the ions and the electrons are very juicy. Uh-huh. If I go to the battery swap station and they gave me some piece of piss battery from some <laughs> old Tesla that's five years old that's got no range, I'll be right. Do I get my old one back? How does it all work? There were so many questions like, you know right. what? I'll just go to the supercharger and charge up. <laughs> to hell with you. But we figured out if only five people signed up, everybody
1: gets a new battery. Well, but that they, would be cool. But they work that out, too. So I I did some info on this. I actually did have... Did you do some reading? I have some knowledge about you all of some, this. Okay. So yeah. initially, the initial event to... Announced the battery uh, swap stations, June 2013 timeline. Let's start a timeline. June Let's 2013.
0: do a timeline. Brr, brr. Sw- brr. And no, that's they time.
1: Sorry. that the swap station was going to be at all superchargers. There's 500 of those now, and one battery swap station. So that didn't really happen. And then December of 2014, they announced some revised plans to build the one pilot program. That's the one in Harris Ranch that we've been talking about. And then June 15th, like you said, they sent out the 200 invitations. Uh, five people showed up, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Not a big deal. But why? Why, why, why? The swap is three minutes. It only takes 30 minutes to add 150 miles to the charge. However, here may be the real situation behind it, right? So it cost probably, he announced it would be, the cost of 15 gallons of gas to do this battery swap. That's what you were going to get charged. If you went up there to swap your battery, they were going to charge you about 15 gallons worth of gas at the time. Right now that I did this research, that would equate to about $55 for you to swap it out as opposed to sitting there, having a big Mac, some French fries for a half hour. You're charged up. You're free to go. See you later. Thank you very much. Awesome. So I think that's a big, big deal. And then if you didn't come and pick your battery back up, they were going to ship your battery back to you and be like, can we have our battery back? Excuse me. That's a brand new battery. So it's a whole kind of what? difficult thing. No, you have to go what, and are they get. What they
0: going to wake? I come home? You have to get your battery back.
1: So if you decide to like go to San Francisco and then drive back via Reno and don't go back through that supercharger, eventually Tesla's is going to be like, uh, we got to send you your battery back because we would like our brand new battery back. Nice try. You're not getting a new battery out of us for 55 bucks. So that was the deal. Or you would have to pay them the difference of the lifespan to the thing. That was going to be mathematics. We don't like math. That's not cool. We don't do math. So, so I told
0: the, there'd be no math.
1: There was there's no, there's going to be no math. So that's the thing. They, they announced in December that it's a revised program. And then they said they also released this statement in 2015. And Tes- I quote, Tesla will evaluate relative demand from customers for paid pack swap versus free charging to assess whether it merits the engineering resources and investment necessary for that upgrade. So they're just like, we're going to try it out. We're going to throw it up against the wall, see if it sticks. Obviously, it didn't stick. They're a company. They're smart. Welcome to Tesla. They're not doing
0: it anymore. It's dead. It's dead in the water. It's fascinating because... When they first did that announcement, and I watched the video on YouTube, I was super excited. I'm like, dang, I'm just going to be driving far as fast as I can, air conditioner on, 75,000 miles an hour. Woo, it's a good job. And then I'll just swap my battery out in 90 seconds and keep going. But then when you actually get down to it, it's a hassle. It's complicated. And I like my battery. I love my battery. And if you give me a supercharger network that's that fast, uh, what's the point? And in fact, there was another car company called... Uh, What was it called? Uh, Smarter Choice? Actually, Mel, it was called Better Place, which was a venture-backed international company, this according to Wiki, that developed and sold battery charging and battery switching services for electric cars. It was formerly based in Palo Alto, California, but the bulk of the planning and operations were steered from Israel, where both its founder, Shah Agassi, and its chief investors, resided. And actually, I don't know the deal more than I can read in Wikipedia about what went on, but it was a bit of a disaster. They spent a lot of, lot of private capital, $850 million, and by the time they went through a few bankruptcies, in the end, according to Wiki, uh, they got about $450,000 out. The criticism was that they tried in too many countries, they really didn't have uh, their poop together. It's sad, because I saw Shah Agassi on the TED stage and was super excited about this possibility. He made a lot of sense but you know business can be tough so far tesla is doing a little bit of job than better place swap thing no they want to do the supercharger network so even elon said look it turns out that this ability to charge your car really fast is good enough for most people this thing is dead in said agua
1: yeah i mean i don't want to pay 55 dollars to save 27 minutes it works out to like it's 55 bucks an hour most people who own teslas are making more money than that so it's all good let's let's just deal with it
0: Isn't it? It's fascinating to me, my psychology, and uh, maybe other Tesla owners have the same psychology. The idea, the idea that I would have to put $55 worth of energy into my car (laughs) is absolutely abhorrent to me at this point. Oh, it's terrible. I put cents into my car and I drive for a long way. If you're going to make me pay $55, that better come with some other stuff. I want a massage, I want a night on the town, a couple glasses of wine. It's not going to be the energy I put in my car. I can tell you right now. All in three minutes? You want all
1: that stuff in three minutes? That is, uh, well, that is you impressive. Know, you I'm know still how much it costs to fill an, a car in Tesla's class with premium gasoline? Do you know how much that cost?
0: Um, thinking it's more than a dollar.
1: It's more than a dollar, right? A twenty-five gallon BMW. Most of the cars in their class, twenty-five gallon tank, premium gas. The last time I checked, was about three seventy, an average in the nation. Ninety two bucks to fill that tank.
0: Holy testicle Tuesdays, Batman. <laughs> yep,
1: that's what you get, beamer owners. Get yourself a Tesla.
0: Oh, that's insane. Alright. So uh, battery swapping I don't know if it's dead, 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 it's dead, dead. Dead Mel. Dead, Didn't dead? I
1: just say it was dead? Didn't we both say you, it was dead? It's dead, you Mel, said it's, it's dead. dead. Stop equivocating. It's dead. It's not happening. You don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't have a Tesla, so I can't do it. But it's not happening.
0: I just want to say, for the record, here on Talking Tesla, Tom Wolfson is calling battery swapping dead forever. Is it forever dead, or is it sort of like a a vampire, and you could put some holy water on there, and then you can have a little gnome come along years later and bring him back to life? Is it really dead, or mostly dead? If they're not building them, it's dead. You can't swap the
1: thing without building a swap station. If there's no swap station, there's no swap.
0: How the hell? were they going to send you your like this is what i wanted to get to uh, uh mel herbert we need our brand new battery back does it like come ups does it come in regular <laughs> mail <UPS>. um <laughs> How do I unbolt it and put it back on? How do I send it back? Does it come prepackaged? Is there a, an envelope you sent it back in? <laughs> Tom, how did this work?
1: So what happens here? I'll tell you exactly what happens. They send it up in a, in a SpaceX, right? They send it up in the SpaceX rocket, and then they and drop it, it by a parachute, and it goes like, they're very good at this, and then they just drop they're it right true. in your backyard, and, and, uh-huh. and then out of the pod comes two guys to install it, and they take the old battery, and then they just they take the bus home.
0: I'm thinking you may not have done the calculations of the cost. No, of that. that's exactly how it
1: happens. It was in the it's in it's buried deep in the annual report, but it's in there. Yeah, it's in there. It's deep. Yeah.
0: All right, I got another thing we to, going to talk about here. The uh, yeah, yeah. sorry, it's the, it's the stupidest thing that the, was there. funny. Come on, I just came up uh, with it's, that. It's almost humorous. Oh, huh, that hurts. It hurts. But uh, there's so many problems with that. Yeah, man. I know. What if they miss and they hit the Tesla?
1: Then I think that that's covered under your uh, battery yeah, warranty. Probably. Yeah, it's deep, buried
0: deep in the report. Yeah, battery. I got it. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, this one's an old story, but I thought I should just sort of bring it up because I don't think we've talked about it. They've updated the Roadster with uh, new battery packs. It's not that old a story, just so you know. Well, it's in February. I mean, uh, what is it now? It's like almost July. But it was originally it's,
1: announced in December of 2014 that they were doing it, so whatever.
0: So, you know, you've got your Roadster, your original Roadster. They started uh, making those in 2008, Mm -hmm. two-seater, very fast. It was the first-generation Tesla, and uh, it could go around 245 miles rated, and that was in the old EPA rating, and actually the new EPA rating, it wouldn't even have gotten 245 miles, because the new EPA rating 5, I think it's called, uh, does stuff like real-world driving. So... They've actually upgraded the technology and the battery, so now you can go about, how far is it? Like 350 miles? I think it's
1: almost 400, they're saying, with the new battery, and they, they, they engineered to reduce the drag coefficient on the thing, a new aerodynamic kit. This is, to me, this is what sets Tesla apart. Here, just... Bear with me for one moment. You may not enjoy uh, this, no, but please. bear with me for a second. They've only, do I have to bear with you? They is sold. there
0: a certain animal I have to do? <laughs> they, Could I elephant with you? Uh, squirrel with you? This
1: is a company bear with you. who made 2,400 of these cars. 2,400. They haven't sold one brand new since 2012. And they're still in their freaking laboratories tinkering on how to make this car better. They came up, reduced the drag 15% by adding some kit and... Helped to fix the battery with some software. A- actually made the battery a 70-kilowatt-hour battery in the same-size package. And we know what we like about same-size packages. What do we say about those? That's a nice package. Oh, thank you. Try to work with me here, Melvis. This... I,
0: I okay. can't follow but your
1: jokes. Is Go. that is that not impressive? I mean, this is a car company who hasn't made this car in three years, and they just made it twice as good for people. I I love that. I love that. Well... And,
0: yeah. Here's what. Here's your mistake. Here is your fundamental mistake with the comment that you just made. This is not a car company. This, by their own uh, words, mm-hmm. is a technology company. This is a technology company yeah. that is trying to solve a problem. The problem is that we are burning fossil fuels. We're all going to die. Uh, we're going to be as hot as the surface of Jupiter. This is not a car company. This. Is a technology company. So somebody took their newly uh, renovated Tesla, model Roadster, Roadster, and they drove it from San Jose to Santa Monica Pier, 340 miles, uh, no stops, turning on the air conditioning when they need it. It did it in less than six hours, and they drove into the Santa Monica Pier with 20 miles remaining. Thank you very much.
1: Much. Awesome, right? For And and the beautiful thing for all you Tesla S owners, all you future Tesla X owners who think, I don't know, maybe I should have get one. They are going to make the S better at some point. They're, it's inevitable, right? There could be a, a time in the future where your 70-kilowatt Model S that you bought in 2010 gets upgraded to 500 miles, right? I have no yeah. idea. And here's something I found again buried deep in the annual report for the fiscal year that ended in 2013 that I'm not 100% sure what this means but it might mean that this upgrade that they're doing to these batteries is free no listen to this I, you tell me what this No. Is. additionally this is and I quote additionally we have previously provided customers of our Tesla Roasters with a one time option to replace the battery packs in their vehicles at any time After the expiration of the new vehicle limited warranty, but before the tenth anniversary of the purchase date of their vehicle. We refer to this program as our battery replacement program. Okay. Does that mean it's a free upgrade? If you know, if you own a register
0: free in there, you get the option. It's It's not the word free was not used in that sentence or sentences or a group of sentences (laughs) which is a paragraph which says the I'm just saying. And we'll look it up because I always have to follow it up with facts. Right.
1: But if you know, if you're out there, facts. if you're a Roadster Tesla listener and you own a we Roadster and you know, send us an email. Send it to info at net. We're a because dot net. Dot net, we're a network of Tesla people with you.
0: Okay, according to a report on the website Transport Evolved, there's actually a reproduction of a couple of tweets that went directly to and from uh, Elon Musk by Bonnie Norman. And uh, she said, look, we're getting restless here. What's happening with this upgrade? And Elon Musk tweeted back that they're doing testing, safety testing, validation, so that should be done by the end of July. This update to the Roadster should therefore be available in August. There was no discussion of the cost. And you can also do this upgrade where they sort of slap on some uh, special wind and give you an aerodynamics kit if you want as well, which will reduce the coefficient of drag by about 15%. The battery improvements in battery technology have meant that that old 53-kilowatt battery, which was in the original Roadster, can now be replaced by this new 70-kilowatt battery in the same space. So you've seen that improvement in battery technology, more energy density. They're going to get a bigger battery. In the same space, that's going to give them a lot more miles, 50% more mileage, so around 350 real world miles. And you can also slap on one of these aerodynamics kit and give yourself some even more range. But as yet, I cannot find official pricing. So this is not out until August, official pricing pending. Fun fact, you ready for a fun fact? Fun fact, go, m- go with the fun fact music right here. <music>
1: The Tesla Roadster is to date the most single most expensive prize ever offered on the prices rate. Thank you very much. Fun fact.
0: The fun fact is that they only made 2,500 of them.
1: 2,400. But yeah, amazing. Well,
0: excuse me. That's okay. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, actually, awesome. that uh, brings up um Mr. Chen mm-hmm. gave a talk in Georgia, and he was talking about this exponential increase in technology, and there was only twenty four hundred uh, roadsters made. Uh, last year they made 3500 S's the plan is to uh, make 55000 Teslas next year and within the next few years to make 500000 this uh, technology curve this exponential increase in the number of cars is very similar to what happened with mobile phones the first Motoroba, mm, the first <laughs> motor yeah mm-hmm. the first motorola mobile phone cost 5 Thousand dollars. They took that money, they reinvested it, and then over time, the cost of these uh, technology plummets and the volume increases. As volume increases, the cost comes down. Right. It's very exciting.
1: Yeah, that's the whole you know the plan behind the Gigafactory, which we discussed in a previous episode. So we won't go into it again. But yeah, it's great. I mean, it they're they're upgrading their old cars. People love that roadster. They're still selling out there. You can buy one today. You want to go buy one? You can buy a used one right now. A 2008, sixty-five thousand dollars on on the internet. I saw one yesterday. Almost bought it. Yeah. Cool little cool. really? roadster.
0: Uh, I want to get the one with the the trillion mile range that I just did. That's cool,
1: right? But that's the thing. Any of these are eligible for that upgrade. All of them, and you can buy the
0: eligible, but not free. Let's make the difference. I don't Let's know. Make... I don't know. It it it's was confusing free. to me. Okay,
1: it doesn't say free, it's but it says free. we previously provided. They provided them. Why would they put it in there? I think it's free. Let us know. You're you're an ignorant slut. I I want people to let me know whether I'm an ignorant slut. Not you. People with a roadster. Do you have a roadster? You don't. You don't know. You have no idea. No, but I,
0: I've seen one. You don't. It's really rare to see a Roadster because there was only 2,400 of them. But I was at the golf course Tom, like six months ago. I had my Tesla there, and parked next to me was a Roadster. And I touched nice. it and funneled it. It was so cute <laughs> and little. And you're like, oh, you're the gremlin that started the whole thing. It was beautiful.
1: That's awesome. I have a friend who's driven a Roadster because his friend owns a Roadster, and he loves it. And actually, that reminds me, this friend... Who will remain nameless, but he knows who he is. He let me know that I kind of misspoke in an earlier episode when I was talking about how the RAV four wasn't very popular and they only made twenty six hundred, and that's why, and they only sold twenty six hundred, and that's why Toyota canceled the program. Toyota, Mia culpa. Toyota only made twenty six hundred. They sold all twenty six hundred. That to me means it was successful. It was all part of their master plan. They were, you know, that it wasn't that they couldn't sell them. It was that they sold them all, and now they've moved on. So. I was wrong. You're welcome.
0: All right, let's talk about the Apple Watch app. So, I am an iOS user. Not everybody is, Tom. It turns out (laughs) not everybody is stupid enough to buy into Apple, but I am. Hmm. I love it. Okay. So, I have my iPhone 6, I have my Apple Watch. Yeah. And uh, there's this app called Remote S. It's uh, for the phone and it also has a little watch app. Okay. So, remote, it's, it's not your usual app though, Tom, because most apps now are like a buck or two. This one, I think, I believe, was about the cost of a Tesla. What? No, it wasn't the cost of a Tesla. I think it was $6. It seemed like the cost of a Tesla because it was fairly expensive. And at first, I wrote in my notes here, this thing is a piece of. Huh. Because it worked for a while and then it stopped working, but I reinstalled it. And so I'm going to pull it up right now here on the air. Okay. It's very exciting. I'm on my Apple Watch. My phone is in my pocket. So it's called Remote S. And the kind of stuff that it does is pretty cool. So it tells me right now I've got 39% charge. My estimated range is uh, 75 miles. and I flipped to the next screen. And uh, my charge limit is set at 100%. I flipped to the next screen and it tells me I can turn on my uh, air conditioning. In some of these screens and, you know, a lot of these things are really hard to... Uh work out oh here it is so i force touch now i can start the car i can honk the car i can lock the car so i like this remote start but the interesting thing about this if you want to look at it again i have no association with this app maker Uh, it's interesting if you have an apple watch but one of the uh comments on the itunes commentary feed about this app was how come tesla this innovative amazing company has an app for its car, which could only be described as adequate. Whoa, right, whoa, well, me, well, I've wait. got my uh, Tesla app open right now. Okay. So on the home screen, it tells me... On your phone or on range. your watch? Does it work on, my on your phone. watch? Let's forget the watch. So have I made it confusing? Now I'm just going, I'm on the official Tesla app right now. I'm okay. on my phone. Okay. They don't have an iWatch app. It tells me how much range I have on uh-huh. the home screen. Okay, that's fine. And it tells me I'm parked. Thank you. All right, that's, that's great. very helpful. <laughs> Then I go to controls. I can lock the car. I can honk the horn. I can uh-huh. flash the lights. Honk okay, the horn. Yeah, can we hear it?
1: Can we hear you honk the horn?
0: It's it's way over there. Okay. Never. Oh, I heard it. Did you hear that? I did. It's like 30 feet away and three walls. Nice. That's cool. Actually, you can do start. So if I click start, I have to put in my, my password to the app, and then I can do... Keyless driving. So start in this case equals keyless driving, which means it gives me two minutes to get to the car, put my foot on the brake, and then I can actually drive the car without keys. And that's actually very useful. I've used that a multiple times where I've, where the hell are my keys? I got to go. I hop in the car. I got my app on my phone. I put in my password, and I can drive the car without my keys. That is absolutely huge. That is huge. I'm
1: going to steal I, your phone.
0: Yeah. Well, I, you have to get my password, and you could not possibly work about it what no, it is. Very complicated. Never.
1: Never. Very uh, difficult.
0: Uh, then you go to charging, and you can set the charge limit. Mm-hmm. But Can you change the charge
1: limit? Because like, you said you have to yeah, charge I can for 100% li- all the time. Is that your deal?
0: Yeah, because I don't charge it that much. But, you know, I'm going to drop it down now. Um, but I can't say, and here's what I want to do, because I'm on uh, metered uh, uh, electric uh-huh. at my house. Yeah. What I'd like to say is, like, yeah, I'm going to bed, and uh, it's uh, 20 past 8 at night. Why don't you start charging when uh, the rates are low at, say, 11 o'clock at night? I can't do that on this app. I used to be able to do that on my Leaf app. Mm -hmm. What's up with that? And then uh, I can do climate control, which is basically turn it on or off. So I can turn the air conditioner on because it's summer and it's hot. So 10 minutes before I get in the car, turn on the air conditioning. But I can't set the timer. Again, I'm getting up early in the morning. I want to make sure the car is warm or the car is cool inside. I can't set a timer. I mean, this app is, I would again say... It's adequate, but it is not good. Why don't they put a few engineers, they've got some cash, on making this app State OD Art? They're trying to... They're, squiggle me that. They're
1: trying to make your Model X, I think, right now. That might be what's happening. Yeah, and, uh, they're busy. On, I, don't,
0: dude, I don't know. One, a I don't high know, school man. student with uh, lots of skills in the iOS and the... Uh, come on. I, I don't know if the Android uh, app is any better. If you're an Android user and a Tesla user, tell me if your Android app is better. And, yeah. But this is not. This is not equivalent to the loveliness of this uh, company. I'm yeah. just saying. And if,
1: just. And if you are so, one of those users and you have this information, tweet it at us at Talking Tesla. That's our Twitter. Tweet us and we will answer.
0: Tweet the crap out of that. All right, I want to go on to the next story, okay. and that is um, there's an experiment that allows you to charge your Tesla with footsteps. I love this.
1: this I love. This idea. This is
0: just about. Oh my God. Almost the stupidest thing I've
1: ever. No, this is amazing. I have got some. I I I was thinking about this while while walking uh, through the city of Chicago today, and I think this is genius. I'll tell you why in a minute, but go ahead. Let's hear why you don't like it. All
0: right. Well, let me try and explain what this thing is. So um, you can, via a lot of different mechanisms, produce an electric charge. So this is some form of kinetic energy to electric charge mat. So you stand on this mat. You walk down this mat. uh, You put it on a step. And that kinetic energy of you stepping on it and stepping off it can produce an electric charge. You put some, you know, coils in there and you put some copper wire, that can produce a charge. So they've got these pictures and these videos of a Tesla pulling up, and you plug it into this mat, and as people walk by and they step on this mat, it's going to produce a little charge and that fires it into your battery. But they suggest that you would have to have hundreds of thousands of people to step on this, or hundreds of thousands of steps, to make your Model S go about an extra 20 miles. I can see... If you're in Manhattan and you can hook this puppy up in the middle of Times Square so that everybody who's walking around Times Square steps on your mat, you can get some charge. But what is the real-world practicality of this today? I'm not saying in the future. Because in the future, maybe you put these mats in every footpath everywhere and then you can just plug in. But right now, I'm not buying this stupid mat to charge my Tesla It's not practical. Right. You're not buying it right
1: now. But you hit it on the head, my friend. You nailed it. Okay. So now I got... I'm going to put a charging station. Maybe it's a Tesla supercharger. Maybe it's just a generic charging station. Somewhere, let's call it uh, the happiest place on earth in the parking lot. Right? I pull up. and, And then I'm the company. And I cover the entire main street with this mat. And all day long... Hundreds of thousands of people walking back and forth up and down Main Street in the happiest place on earth. They're generating power and charging cars. I think that's pretty darn cool. So you do it there. You do it in places like you said, Times Square, any high traffic areas. And maybe it's not to charge your single perfect one car, but it's a big giant electrical kinetic energy-gathering system in big cities all over the world. Think outside the
0: box, Mel. I've got a question. Yeah. That sounds fantastic I to know, it. right? Except for one problem. What? How much does it cost a manufacturer produce and sell these things? If these are very, very cheap, yeah, put them everywhere. But... It might be cheaper to just put an extra solar panel up. So we have absolutely no information to know about whether this is at all, in any way, a useful product. But it's out there, it's interesting, and uh, you can do with it what you will, which I think is... Um, nothing.
1: I, I think, you know, again, like you could say that about a lot of things. People said the same things about solar power 20 years ago. They're expensive. are going to do. You got to throw it out there. You got to see what sticks. You got to try new things. There's a lot of places. They don't have a lot of sun. Maybe you're in, I don't know, Seattle, right? It's a little rainier. It's a little drearier. They don't have as much sun. They got a lot of people walking around. How about an airport uh, runway planes taking off every day. I mean, who knows what this technology could do? But we're out there. We're walking. We're driving. Make them out of streets. The cars rolling by charge other cars. I don't know. You know what? Let's just let's let's see. Let's see what the technology goes. Don't Tom, Don't dismiss Tom, it you're
0: completely. A, you're a visionary. Thank you. And uh, you're a, you're a dreamer, and I like that about you. Thank you. I've always loved that. You're a dreamer. Thank you so much. Uh, You're an LSD dreamer. Well, this thing's been going way too long. But, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I want to share with you just a three or four minute um, interview that I did with a guy called Daniel Steinger. Now, Daniel's a PhD and is Assistant Professor of Mechanical and Aerospace Engineering at Princeton. And he researches batteries. I had a specific question for him. Daniel, I said... Does my car get heavier when I charge it up? Because if you've got your car and it's going to go 250 miles and I'm adding energy to it, surely that must mean it's going to get heavier. Because if I take my ice car, I've got to put gasoline in it, which weighs something, and then, you know, it can go 300 miles or wherever it goes. But I've added mass and I've gotten energy back, right? It might seem to you a silly question, but to me it's a fascinating question. He gave me an answer which led to the Duracell battery bounce test. Have you seen this video? Look, he'll explain.
2: So I am pumping my hands in the air now because I love this question because I've hit upon exactly what my lab's been working on for for the past year or so, and it's something we're super excited about. You're exactly right. So when you put fuel into your car, you know, so if you're you're a physician, so you know, think about you know respiration, right? So one of the things that's fun is to tell people is that they lose most of their body mass through carbon dioxide, not through not through more um, scatological means.
0: Dan, you are in fact correct. I am a physician and I can tell the lay audience here that scatological means poopy.
2: And a car works in the same way. You pump in hydrocarbons and you get out carbon dioxide and water and you can easily capture that coming out of an exhaust pipe. In a battery, you store and break the bonds, but they don't leave the system, and electrons go in and out of the system, but the number of electrons has to be balanced between the anode and cathode, right? It has to, everything has to be accounted for. So it's two closed systems. One are the electrons coming out of the battery and but back in in a rough sense when you charge and discharge it. And then mass never leaves the inside of the battery, or it just moves from one side to the other. So if you designed a funny battery, and this would be a very impractical battery, but one, for one that would be fun for illustrative purposes, and you put it on a seesaw, you could watch the battery rock back and forth as you charge and discharge it, because within the battery, ions are moving back and forth and ions are massive. So we can use something called Coulomb's law to figure out how much mass travels from the left side of the battery to the right side of the battery. So, you know, this has been known for 200 plus years of battery research.
0: Another way Dan explained this was think about water. If you take water, a bucket of water, and you walk it up a hill, has it gained mass? No, it's got the same mass. Has it gained energy? Yeah, it has, because you can then pour it out, and it'll run down the hill, and you can even turn a turbine. So it's gained this potential energy, and you can convert that into kinetic energy. It's the same kind of thing. You're adding energy to the system, but the system itself hasn't got more massive. Fascinating. Oh, but it gets better. Oh, much better. But what's really fun about it, and what has been
2: less accessed about this, is is that there's a really cool way in which you can measure this. And I'm really surprised by this, and maybe one of your listeners will tell me that this was known before, but every battery person I've shown this to in the past few months uh, has been really surprised by it. And then a minute later, they understand why, and they think, why hasn't this been patented 50 years ago? Have you seen the video online of the bouncing Duracell?
0: In this video, and you can check it out in the show notes, there's a crazy scientist who is taking charged and uncharged batteries, you know, AAAs, and bouncing them. And some of them bounce really high, and some of them fall flat.
2: So the bouncing Duracell battery is a perfect example of how you can explain how mass is moving just like it does when you put fuel in and out, but it just doesn't leave. When you start out with a, a, a Duracell battery, or it doesn't have to be a Duracell, it can be an energizer, or any alkaline cell, in the middle of the cell is this wet zinc paste. And when you discharge that battery, the zinc converts to zinc oxide. As the zinc oxide forms, two things happen. The mass distribution changes a little bit locally. You form a material within the system that is zinc oxide is much springier than zinc itself. Zinc oxide is used as a filler for golf balls, for example, to make them springier. And it goes from a collection of wet sand to something that feels more like a piece of chalk. So it gets harder and more brittle. So when you discharge the battery, the zinc goes from something that's wet to like this stiff brick that has a little bit of, of springiness to it. It's like changing the core of a golf ball by charging and discharging it. A lot of my research is, is trying to recharge a AA battery and trying to figure out how many times one can recharge that same chemistry and that same fourth factor. So... We've been beating the hell out of these things for like five years in my lab, and we never bothered to bounce them.
0: And he goes on to explain that basically that concept and that video is true but it's much more complicated than that. It's not as if a three-quarter charge battery bounces more or less than a half charge battery. It's much more complicated than that. But you can tell the differences if there's a bit of charge versus if there's zero charge. It's fascinating. Check it out. Talking Tesla gave you that information. Going to make you the most interesting person in the room. We do have to stop. We really want to make these less than 30 minutes, but I've spoken too long. Thanks to Tom. Thanks to CC who produced this episode. Remember, you can catch us on Twitter at Talking Tesla. Send us a note, text or audio, at info at TalkingTesla.net. We love doing the show. It's a lot of fun because we are talking,
1: talking, talking, talking,
0: talking, 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 talking,
2: talking, 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 talking,